South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rems Mabote. In the previous episode, a whole 13 minutes or so of priceless yet free content, I brought you the sordid story of South Africa's own godfather, Edwin Sodi, and how he has soiled the good names of our politicians, including Deputy President Paul Mashatile. As if our number two doesn't have enough problems, his good name has been brought into disrepute once again. Ladysmith is a small town, what we in good old South Africa call a dorpy, in northern KwaZulu-Natal, famous only for two things. Multiple award-winning Ladysmith Black Mambazo, the pride of South Africa as well as the prison where a famous South African spent a few nights at last year. This is former President Jacob Zuma, the husband of a few brides of South Africa. It is the first time I mention Lady Smith on this podcast, and there is absolutely no legitimate reason why I do so now. On Monday evening, social media went abuzz with a video of police officers beating up three men on the N1 highway in Johannesburg. What those gun-toting police officers, members of the VIP unit attached to Mashatile, did to these young men is scarcely unthinkable to most of us in latter-day South Africa of modern policing characterized by human rights and respect of the law and common men. Which is why the woman who took the video was so shocked. Oh my gosh. Look what's happening here. Lord, come on! Now, you know what they did? They disturbed them. In a country where the police treat women with dignity and respect, where they apprehend criminals quickly and without hesitation, where they shun and punish corruption, and where crime statistics are barely existent, this poor woman could not believe what she was seeing. Neither could I. I mean, this woman took this video from a minibus taxi which itself seemed not roadworthy with a broken windscreen and a license disc that was 
all but visible. The little of the inside of the taxi looked like something just rescued from a scrapyard. I shudder to think what the presidential security detail would have done to the owner if they had seen such. But I digress. Which is where Lady Smith comes in. It is hard to tell, but if you look closer at the cell phone video, all with a shell-shocked voiceover artist who was ready to pounce on the police all on her own, the Volkswagen vehicle the victims were driving in had a registration from the Dorpy Lady Smith. It has to be a polo. I mean, those people tend to be attackable. But I doubt that was why the police were beating the occupants to a pulp. At the time of publishing, the officers had not told us why the young men deserved to be manhandled and embarrassed publicly. At least the deputy president spoke. In his statement, he sounded like he was quoting from his party's 70-year-old manifesto, the Free Dome Charter, which the governing African National Congress always talks about but hates to implement. The statement read, and I quote, the deputy president has become aware of an unfortunate incident involving blah, blah, blah. I stopped at unfortunate. What a choice of word. Let me tell you what unfortunate is, Mr. Deputy President. Kaiser Chiefs have appointed former Bafana Bafana coach Mule Nzegi as the new first team head coach with immediate effect. Nzegi will be replacing Athazwane, who was in charge of the Amakosi team last season, where he was assisted by Dylan Shepard. So both Zwane and Shepard will be Nzegi's assistants at Naturina. Prior to his appointment as first team coach, Nzegi was the head of technical and youth development at the Soweto Giants. That is unfortunate, Mr. DP. Unfortunate is this. Yes, the silence of French President Emmanuel Macron as riots continue to devour the nation capital just because the white French spectators want the nation's black football stars and their relatives to be deported. Unfortunate, Mr. Mashatile is... These are the, the issues that we have to look at. Uh, is it about a mental... Uh, fatigue that sets in? Is it physical? What, what are the factors? Why is it that we can play uh, up until the 70th minute and then it seems that our fortunes are changing? Danny Jordan still leading our football. Beating up three men and intimidating them with assault rifles is ever so slightly more than unfortunate. Mashatila's statement went further to say and I quote again, the deputy president abhors any unnecessary use of force, particularly against unarmed civilians. Closed quote. In case you do not get it, this is what the number two citizen meant. Quote, there are times when people deserve to be blacksamed, but preferably we should do it only when they are armed. Close quote. Move over, Donald Trump. Now you have your match. If you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, would you? Seriously. Okay? Just knock the hell. I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. I promise. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. In fairness, 
I suspect Mr. Mashatile wanted to quote from the Free Dome Charter and say, quote, The police force and army shall be open to all on an equal basis and shall be helpers and protectors of all people. <laughs> I don't remember the clip down document ever saying that the police shall be protectors of all people except for those with Lady Smith registration plates or in Apollo. And so, once again, the deputy president is embarrassed by those he trusts and depends on. The VIP protection is supposed to safeguard him from dangerous groups like people of Deep Slot who keep marching to the local police station and the uh, Randbeck Magistrates Court carrying dangerous placards and singing insightful church songs. But instead of protecting their principal, who was not even with them at the time of putting the boot on unarmed civilians, the VIP police chose to violate the Freedom Charter in broad daylight, the same way as it was adopted. First, it was Swedish shenanigans revealed, now the SAPS. What's next? Who else will visit shame upon our future number one? I will not be shocked if the deputy president develops a lot of mistrust on everyone. And I will not blame him if he starts driving himself around or even start writing his own media statements that will not subject him to satire. In other news, it is not clear if the youngsters in the Ladysmith's registered car will sue the police. If they did, everyone agrees it will be a walk in the park for them. Unless, of course... They brief advocate Dalimpofu, who hates winning in court. Thanks for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments via email on rams at ramsmabote.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast and answer this question. Was the statement by the Deputy President Mashatile unfortunate? Download the MySowetan app and listen to more of my podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and at Sowetan Live. From me, Rems Mavote, goodbye and God bless.